Welcome back to Marketing with Soul on the Relevant Podcast channel, where we discuss how to make healthcare relevant to modern consumers. I'm Jared Johnson, founder of the Shift Forward Health Production and Marketing Group. And I am Peter Balistrieri. I'm the Director of Corporate Communications and Public Relations with WVU Medicine and the Rockefeller Neuroscience Institute. Together, we're going to be talking today about how primary care marketing should focus on convenience, and we're going to dive into how One Medical and Amazon market themselves. These episodes are super fast moving, so let's get right into it, Peter. We mentioned last time we follow a little a little movement, if you will. We follow a little pattern. We have three segments of the show, and they all have to do with parts of soul music. And the first part is the hook. It's the thing that draws you in. It's the thing that that you tend to focus on. And our hook today is how primary care marketing in particular has an opportunity to focus on convenience and really hit home a message that resonates with consumers. Again, the whole thought here is the behaviors of healthcare consumers have changed. And so how do we stay relevant? How do we stay ahead of that curve? And instead of resisting needing to evolve our, our marketing and our, our messaging, what can we do to face it right on and even get ahead of the curve? It's my my belief, my hypothesis that any type of group, any kind of healthcare organization can outdo Amazon or One Medical if they just focus on it, if they're just aware of it, if they test it and they understand consumers and they design and build an experience that matches that messaging. So when I talk about primary care marketing, Peter, what, what's on your mind? You know what? I, I have to say, though, uh, in, in, in prepping here for this and, and looking at this, Amazon and and one one medical uh, are at the front of the, the the game here, and and Amazon continues to keep winning this. Uh, and for me, you know, this is they, they've taken it one step deeper than some of the other ones that we've talked about, and and it goes from just beyond that um, that layer, that first layer of, of preventative care. And for for one medical, they can go into that next layer of you know chronic care management for you know common illness illnesses. And then they even have pediatric and mental health concerns. So the 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 gamut is is wide for for one medical and Amazon to uh, make sure they're providing care, uh, convenient care, if you will, for all of those age ranges, not just one specific uh, one specific uh, group of uh, you know, age group. So they're doing it right right off the bat from my standpoint. Yeah, I agree. So I'll, I'll even kind of rewind my mind till it was July of 2022. When Amazon announced their one medical acquisition for, I believe it was around $4 billion, not small change there at all. And the, the implications were, were rippling throughout all the headlines. I mean, it was, it was just owned my LinkedIn feed for, for a couple of weeks, really for a couple of months. And just recently I, I recapped all the other headlines that have happened since then, since the, the time that they announced the acquisition till the time that the deal actually was approved and the FTC decided not to ask additional questions basically. So the deal closed. It was a seven month period in between and a lot did happen. I will definitely say in those seven months, I noticed a big change in conversations that were happening about, well, it's just Amazon. Like what, you know, how can they actually improve and offer quality care is anybody really paying attention to that? Is this going to reduce the quality of care? And I think what we're going to look at here is, is how their marketing just reflects consumer needs. And so let's dive right into that. We're going to move into the groove here. 
The groove is our main section where we're pulling up actual examples of marketing from some of these disruptive organizations. I like it. Today, we're looking at One Medical. And as I pull up a couple of things, Peter, let me show you first. Again, we'll describe this for our listeners. But one of the first things is I must have signed up for something (laughs) at one point because I get One Medical ads in my feeds on social media. (laughs) So one of them is an ad (laughs) that I just got served up a couple of weeks ago. And the headline is hassle-free primary care. First and foremost, how many health systems can do that, can, can say that? That is, again, just like we talked about last, last time with Oak Street Health, that's a brand promise. And now they have to make sure they deliver on that. And the wording just says, Amazon and One Medical have teamed up. We make it easy to get primary care. Get your first year of membership for $144. Terms and conditions apply. And then you can click to sign up. And the little tagline at the bottom says, no ordinary doctor's office. So we have a few different messages going on here, Peter. One is no ordinary doctor's office. And then there's hassle-free primary care. And then it says, we make it easy. And then there's the pricing, the price point. Get your first year of membership for $144. So quick math, 12 bucks a month. You're a member of One Medical. You have access to care for really less than the price of one, one copay of one visit usually. So what, what's going through your mind? Well, how do you react to this? I mean, I'm looking at this ad on your screen right now. I mean, right right away, you're, you've got a, a picture of a kiddo being uh, treated as well. So uh, they're telling another story. They're telling the pediatric side of things. Uh, you know, I, I love the idea of the, the, the membership benefits. Uh, you know, I, I did a quick look. So, you know, member benefits, you get 24-7, 365 virtual visits, consultations, either same or next day. You get treat me now messaging features. You get on-demand video chats and everything from, from rash to, to symptoms of the flu. But not only that, they then they talk about chronic conditions. And this is what I'm talking about that next level deeper where they'll help you manage diabetes, hypertension, things along those lines and get uh, support and, and resources there. I want to I wanna just say something really quick here in this in the groove, actually. And, and this is an important thing. And coming from a, a traditional health healthcare marketing side, Um, meaning I've always worked for hospitals and our health systems. This is crazy because this is what health systems and hospitals are trying to do, but it's, it's very hard to move the needle on some of these things from a tech standpoint, from a resources standpoint, from a, a budget standpoint. And, and I guess I'm, I'm impressed by that, but I also get a little bit nervous because I will say this, this is, this is my opinion on this is what happens if something has to go deeper? What's the handoff here? What's the baton handoff from a, from a service like one medical to a, a tertiary quaternary kind of a situation for a kiddo or a parent or yourself? Those are the kind of things that I think we have yet to see. I don't know if they're happening around the country, but I, I would love to know that. But the benefits of, of this model and this membership, it's interesting. Medical records, medical records release, health services, online appointments and booking, all of these things you hope and you wish for out of your health system or your hospital, they're doing it here. But what's, how does it translate if you have to go, you know, into those next level, deeper kinds of healthcare? Well, I think that that's one of those first questions that, that just kind of flew off the lips of a lot of health system leaders when this was first announced. And I'm, I'm pulling up, I can at least attempt to address partially that question. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling up an article from Becker's healthcare from February 24th of this year. It just lists 16 health systems that partner with one medical. So depending on the market, one medical partners with local health systems for specialty care. So that's, that's part of the answer. That's important. And yet there's still so much that can go wrong, (laughs) right? 
between like during that handoff? Yes. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a, a big thing uh, right now is, is a patient's journey, right? What do you trade off when you're doing it so-called the right way? You know, the, the convenience, the, you know, all of the things that, that we're talking about with this, these, just this, these disruptors um, or this idea of, you know, receiving care without leaving your home and, you know, the, the messaging around everybody's got a busier schedule now than, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. And, and, you know, people want to be at home now. They've realized this whole COVID uh, situation has, has created a, an opportunity for them to literally stay at their house all the time. But how is that going to translate over to getting care, uh, um, the translation of, of, of a transition of care, if you will, if it has to get d- deeper? Um, you know, I, those these are the things that I, I, I keep thinking about. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what happens with that. Right. Well, and as I look more through this list of partners, there are some, for example, in the Boston market, it's Mass General Brigham, but that's the only one it says. It doesn't say the full name of the health system. Is it just their main campus? Let's see, for like for Austin, Texas, it's just Ascension Seton Medical Center. Like, so that sounds like just one facility. So there are some of them that that really clearly, it doesn't look like any of the markets that are listed here, at least, have more than one health system that are partnering with them. So there's still some limited availability. And then like you were saying, Think of that handoff, right? What if one side of that handoff has this experience that they brand as convenient and easy and, and it's transparent on the pricing. Look, it's 144 bucks for the year. And then the handoff comes over to a health system where you're back in the fully entrenched, complicated, opaque experience that unfortunately happens too often. Again, not all the time. There's a lot of great work that's happening here. Patient experience efforts are so much better than they used to be many years ago, but they're not perfect. And a lot of times they're still not at that same level. So there's there's just so much work that's going to have to be done during that handoff that it's worth noting. Because again, this all comes back to what can we learn from a marketing standpoint? What brand promise do we share? And then can we actually match and actually create that brand promise in real life? TBD. <laughs> right. And you know what? I hate to use the cliche, but Rome wasn't built in a day. The background in this is that this is what people want. This is a response to what people want. And it's going to take a little bit. I look back, there were definitely things that weren't perfect about Uber and Redfin. And, you know, you name you name the industry and then you name the disruptor and they've gotten better. And the ones that didn't fell off. And I, I fully expect that to happen in healthcare. I mean, it's just, it's just the way of the world, but you're right. I I think again, with that handoff, because we're not talking about buying a house, we're not talking about taking a, getting a ride. This is people's health and they're going to have to be very, very careful how they move this forward in those, in those types of situations. So very, very interesting times ahead here. Agreed. So I'll move on over to the Amazon side of it because there's an exciting development for me. And again, I, I want to do my best to convey a balanced perspective in that I know, like like to your point just then, Peter, that none of none of these retailers entering the space have it all figured out either. Rome was not built in a day. And I think people have actually I know for sure people have misconstrued my optimism here as thinking that I'm disrespecting 
all of modern medicine, which is not the case. Anyone who knows me understands that, that I'm trying to understand things from the consumer's perspective. And there's still not enough of that in any marketing department, as far as I'm concerned. Everyone has room for improvement to broaden their perspective. That's the goal here. So when I point to Amazon and now in the main navigation bar on my Amazon homepage, there's a link that says Amazon Health. It's right there next to Prime Video and Health and Household Products. It's Amazon Health. It's sandwiched right there near the upper left, near the logo for Amazon Prime. And I mouse over it. It used to just say One Medical there, even just, I think, a few days ago. And now it just switched over to Amazon Health. I mouse over it. Now it says you can explore Amazon Health. That's where I can click into One Medical, to Amazon Pharmacy, to Amazon Clinic, or their, their FSA, HSA store, like where you can shop eligible health and wellness products. So from there, to be able to conveniently go to any of these these parts, the pharmacy and the, uh, the clinic, Amazon Clinic is, is just fascinating to me. It, it's a very limited set of health and wellness products and services, mostly products that is more like a, like a hims and hers, right? So things related to sinus infection, motion sickness, smoking cessation, cold sores, hair loss, acne, high blood pressure, and so forth. So there's a there's a set number though. It's not like, hey, explore our endless list of, of services. There, there's a pretty finite list here. And yet the goal is to, hey, if there are some simple over-the-counter type or, or quick prescription type products that are available, that's what they're trying to draw you to. So that's the Amazon Clinic. But again, some of the parts here that says like right away at the top of the Amazon Clinic page, it says, get treatment for common health concerns at your convenience. No appointments or video calls required. So again, instead of having something fluffy that you have to dig in to find an answer to, do I need a video call? Do I need an appointment? It says it right there, right on right on the homepage. So just find that interesting. Yeah. And, and I think where, I, where I'm looking at this too and where it needs to get better, and, and this is just is the, the evolution, if you will, of, of this, is I, I think it's going to have to just get better at a local and regional level where they're partnering with with health systems, established health systems in uh, in in all those states and in those communities. And I think because, you know, again, they're not going to have the level of doctors that I'm I'm comfortable working with that I've worked with in the past. And so I keep coming back to that handoff, right? So there's the that first tier and and how can you make it how can you make that, you know, great and and transparent and easy and, you know, convenient? But then when you do need those doctors that are next level, how do you get there and how does that transition happen? What is what is that handoff? Because I think there has to be both in, in, in this world of, of healthcare. I don't see one replacing the other. I see them having to work together. And that's the, that's the exciting part about this is that you can't look at these two, th- these two wor- worlds in silos. They're going to have to blend together and it's going to have to be seamless um, what, going one way to, and back to the other. That's really how I'm looking at this. Right. Same here. When I'm back on the One Medical homepage, for instance, I I look at things. I mean, maybe I'm just nerding out here, right? But I look at how things are worded and it says for you. And then that breaks down into adults under 65 or adults 65 plus. And then it says for kids. And then it says for business. It doesn't use the word pediatric in the navigation bar. And (laughs) I do think that's very intentional. I think it's very safe to say that. And then they, they literally have the same sign up for $144. There's a, there's a discount code. I mean, like it make it gets you thinking in a different right. frame of mind again, very intentional. And the last message that stands out to me is just under the main banner is where it says, fall in love with your doctor's office. 
I mean, they're literally trying to rewire your brain. I feel like with messages like that. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, it's not dissimilar to Carvana and the different disruptors there because who likes going to the, to the car lot and, you know, wait for Wait, let me talk to my manager, all those things. You want to claw your eyes out. And it's the same in this situation. No one likes going to the doctor's office. And so they're trying to flip it on its script here and to, to change the experience. And so again, I applaud them for that, but I want to see how it hands off to next layer of health. And, and I believe that these two worlds, instead of colliding, they have to merge. And I think that's the key of this going forward. I so agree. And I think, again, perfect place. It, it's like you're, you're intentionally doing this, uh, finding a perfect way to transition to our, our last segment here, Peter, which is the call. Again, the call is the call to action. What do we do about all this? So you just mentioned partnerships, and I feel like that is an underdeveloped idea. It's an underdeveloped part of most strategies. There's so much indignation against retailers, especially against Amazon, that we're in danger of blinding ourselves to the possibility of being that one system that as one medical expands, you know, you think they want to stay still? No, uh, they're going to expand. (laughs) They're going to add markets and they're going to add partners. So it feels like one of the biggest opportunities from a marketing perspective is let's make sure when, if, and when that handoff does happen, that you don't lose all of the credibility that you just gained from having a more convenient experience. I won't say it's perfectly convenient, but reducing some friction to get to the point where you're getting the care you need. Let's not add to it as soon as that gets handed back off to the health system. So yeah, again, I just, I feel like there, there's a lot there. Uh, what, what's your thought in, in terms of what we can do as we look more at what one medical and Amazon are doing, how they're positioning things, how they're messaging it. And, and what can we take away from that? Well, I'll just say, I don't know all of the ins and outs of the business side of, of healthcare. I know of a finite portion of it, but at the end of the day, again, why I've got why I got myself into into healthcare marketing is because I want to get people to understand the options that are out there and the preventative measures that they can take to make themselves healthier. And, and if they do happen to have some kind of malady or a disease state or, or type, there are amazing, amazing doctors and surgeons out there. I've worked with many of them. I work with them right now where I'm currently employed. Uh, I would love to see us get to the point where we think about patient first and and business second. Uh, but I know that, that that's uh, probably never going to happen. But I would love to know that both sides of this can come closer together for the common good of a healthier America. That's really what it comes down to. Um, if we're doing it for the right reasons, then I, I hope that things will go in the right direction and, and the paths will merge rather than diverge. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And that's kind of how I look at it in terms of how am I gonna market that going forward? It's really about, at the end of the day, I do this for the patient and I do it for the community to be healthier. And that's where I'm where I sit on it. Well, that's enough talk from us. Now it's time to go do something about it. Thanks for listening again, and be sure to tune in next time for Marketing with Soul. On behalf of Peter Balistrieri, this is Jared Johnson signing off.